Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the American Nightmare Podcast. This is episode 57, recorded December 22nd, 2022. Yeah. I do my Charlie Brown Christmas special dance during that yeah. song. Nice, nice. The Linus. Isn't that called the Linus or something? Is it? Yes. I don't know. They all dance weird. All right. Let's start with some horror news. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen this in the news lately. Um, the new Alien movie has been announced. Have not. Named Alien Romulus, and it starts filming in February. Um, according to Production um, Film Television Industry Alliance. It's been revealed that it is going to be directed by Fede Alvarez, the, dir- oh, the nice. director of Evil Dead 2013 and Don't Breathe. Yeah. Um, the working title is called Alien Romulus and it's scheduled to begin filming February 6th. However, I did hear a news report that says this is not going to link to any of the Alien franchise hmm. or Prometheus franchise. Really? It's going to be a whole new story. Any uh, marquee actors, actresses? I haven't seen anything announced yet. This is just the stuff that's been floating. And I think the only reason why people have been talking about it is because of the fact that it's now listed in the Film and Television Industry Alliance showing what things are going into production. Don't know the actual name of the film. The code name is Alien Romulus, so we're not really sure exactly what the film is. Oh, that's not really the name? Right. That's the code name. Yeah. Um... We talked before about the upcoming Nicolas Cage Dracula movie, Renfield. We now know from the um, film rating agency that it will be a rated R for bloody violence, nice. some gore, language throughout, and some drug use. Titties? Drug doesn't use. say. No, no nudity is listed here. <laughs> I guess so. they were opium dens back then, right? Yeah. 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 Director Chris McKay recently announced his upcoming Universal Monsters movie, Renfield, which stars a legendary Nicolas Cage nice, as the horror icon Dracula and is set to reach theaters April 14th, 2023. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that'll be I'm sweet. I'm excited. Have you guys seen The uh, the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent yet? My God, what a great film. Oh, it was great. <laughs> I fucking loved it. <laughs> it was nice. It was so uh, good. Yeah. I, I, it was like, I really enjoyed that movie. Like, I was like hesitant. Dude. I'm like, it's going to be kind of shitty, but it was Dude. great. It just, it, you know what it goes down to is really great actors in that film. Yeah. It just made for a fantastic film. It was great. I liked it a lot. Thoroughly entertaining, for sure. I saw Smile. Oh, nice. I've heard mixed reviews on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Okay. It was good and it was bad, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's kind of what I've heard. Nice. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife is going to have a sequel. Cool. Finn Wolfhard and McKenna Grace will be revising their characters. Okay. Uh, Sony announced that they'll be releasing a sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife on Wednesday, December 20th, 2023. However, Jason Reitman will not be returning to direct uh. the sequel. Instead, the co-writer, Gil Kenna, director of Monster House, will hmm. be directing the new film. I thought it was pretty good. I, li- I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. The ending was awesome, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Evil Dead Rise director Lee Cronin says the new film straps you 
onto a rocket fueled by blood. <laughs> Strap on. Strap on. Um, there's going to be a feature story in the February issue of Empire Magazine, which will include a bunch of photos and whatnot. Nice. Lee Cronin told Empire Magazine that there are 65,000 liters or 1,717 gallons of fake blood were used during this film. Wow. Damn. Yep. Spilled yeah, during the show. That too, but yeah. It sounds like a lot, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, some of that blood can be seen in some new unveiled images. If you go to Empire Magazine's website right now, the feature story shows two images. There'll be a bunch more in the new feature in the magazine. Uh, it features a blood-soaked character wielding a shotgun, as you can imagine. Nice. Uh, and Cronin told the film that Evil Dead Rise is firmly in the universe of all the other entries in that franchise. A lot of fun callbacks. Oh, sweet. And there is direct lines from the past. Oh. But part of the goal was making this movie to create something that could expand the Evil Dead universe further. Awesome. That'll be nice if we can get some uh, some additional material yeah, off of this. It'd be called a boomstick, not a shotgun, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cronin added that there's no ash in this story. There's no cabin in the woods. Those two iconic elements are missing, and that is what makes Evil Dead. But this movie does include the book. Extraordinary amount of vicious, malevolent, malevolent de uh, deadites, and a ton of blood. That's uh, April, he right? also, yes, he also ties into the fact that this um, will maintain that claustrophobic feeling that you get from the cabin, but this time it'll be translated into an urban environment of a small, rundown building, uh, apartment building that is also claustrophobic. Cool. Um, Chloe Aquino from who directed The Watcher will be directing the new Fear Street movie for Netflix. I saw that, and that's awesome. Looking yes. forward to that. So there will be a new, not a lot of details out, but we know we got a director, and we know we got a screenplay. So something is coming. People that worked on the the other stories. Big shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill. I know that's why I said I want the same people. Unfortunately, it's not the same people, but that's okay. Yeah, if you have the similar writers carrying on that same theme, uh, the Fear Street trilogy, you know, like you said, big shoes to fill. Great three films. I'm not sure where they're going to take this uh, fourth installation, but we'll see. Maybe it's a completely different story. I mean, because it's, it's based off of some of his other books, right? I mean, he, he had like um, a bunch of like uh, teen teen books, right? Or else, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Um, MGM has acquired the worldwide rights to Night of the Living Dead sequel. Oh, that's cool. That's right. The original film, although we had Return of the Living Dead, we will now have a Night of the Living Dead sequel. Amazon's MGM division is in final negotiations to acquire the worldwide rights to Night of the Living Dead sequel. Cool. Um, this will be for Village Roadshow Pictures, Vertigo Entertainment, Westbrook's original story, and the late George A. Romero San, uh, Sanibel Films. Um, we don't know the specifics of the film or the plot. It's all under wraps right now. But we know it will be produced and overseen by Christine Romero, which is Romero's ex-wife, and Tina Romero. That is all I have for news. You guys got anything? 
Uh, I've got a couple things that I've watched over the last month. Um, What'd you watch? Have you guys uh, checked out uh, Christmas Bloody Christmas on Shutter? Not yet. No, oh. it's, it, it's, uh, it's, it's probably going to work its way into my, uh, my, my annual rotation of, of horror flicks. It's, uh, it's got a good, like, just classic, you know, slasher, uh, great soundtrack, um, good, uh, good, good holiday horror. Cool. Uh, I also watched The Apology on uh, Shudder, which was, was actually more of a thriller than, um, than a horror, I would say. But uh, it, was, it was really, um, really written well. And um, I liked it. And then also, I, I finished uh, Wednesday, finally. Okay. Um, that, have you guys finished yeah, that? Yeah, like uh, episode five or six. Yeah. Ah, amazing Love series. It. I can't. I can't death. wait for the second. Uh, the, the, the second season. Yep. Love it to death. Yeah, I I did watch um, all of it already. Well, I Tim binged Burton's it because got his mitts in it, right? It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. He directed it. So that my my thing is like after the third episode, I just was like kicked into full gear, and I just yep. binge watched it, it over. Three days. Yeah, we wanted yeah. to, but it's like we just yeah, it's like we're trying to school. I uh like, I, I paced myself. Up. I paced yeah. myself, except for the last two. Like once I got to the like the second to the last episode, it was like nine o'clock. I'm like, I'm just gonna finish it. Just gonna, it was but it was a really good series. If if, if uh listeners haven't watched it yet, go ahead and check it out. Uh one last one. It's actually only streaming on its own website, Mad Heidi. I think I posted the trailer up for it on yeah, on the, uh, the Facebook page. Yeah. Uh it was one of those ones that was uh, um, put together with like a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe, but it is really good. It's it's over the top violence. It's nice. called a Swiss uh, Swiss exploitation film. It, uh, <laughs> it it's it's really good. Yeah, it was it was great. Like it, it it's kind of like Nazi Germany, but it's Switzerland, and it's <laughs> the, the the Führer is like this cheese this guy who runs this like giant cheese business. And he's trying to eliminate people with lactose intolerance. <laughs> it's it, it was really good, and uh, I, it seems like they left it open for a uh, for a sequel. And and they said that you know if if it does well enough with this format, they're gonna nice. They have they have a sequel in mind. So, uh, nice. like I said, right now it's currently only available on MadHeidi.com. It's not on any other streaming service. They're attempting to do it that way. Yeah, uh, but it was really good. Uh, that, that's all I got. So you're renting? You're renting it? Is that what you do? You it's uh well, it's it's five ninety nine for to stream it, uh, but yeah. when you when you go onto the website, they have this wheel of cheese, and you spin it, and you can get like a discount on the movie, or get the movie for free, or get like some swag. I got like twenty percent off my movie, so it ended up only being like like four ninety nine or something like that. So it was good. I, I it was worth what I paid for it. Yeah. Nice. And I watched uh, Dead Wax on Shutter. That was really good too. Small little series. Is that is that uh, new or is that uh, like a just a classic that, that they uh, just started streaming? Um, I think the date is twenty twenty one on it, so it's yeah. Really new. Dead it Wax. Looks a little older though. It's kind of funny. It's like it's it's cool the way they filmed it. Yeah. Sort of has a retro feel to it, but it is a newer series. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's a series. It be, it's exclusive to Shutter. Yeah, I don't. I know it was like flying under the radar. I'm like just flipping through some stuff to watch a series. And Dead uh, wax. I, I stumbled on it and started watching it. And they're like 15 to 18 minute long. Episodes. Oh, you know, I think I did see that. And they're all, they're not like, are they related or they're all just like. No, they're all related. Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking of something finish. else then. And it uh, does finish. So there's like okay. no open end season two or whatever. Cool. Check it out. So there's an ending to it. I think there was eight episodes. 
but it does end in episode eight. Really good. Different. Nice. Good story. Nice. That's all I have. Yeah, my uh, what I've I've watched uh, my you know when it comes to horror films, I've been watching my um, my typical um, Christmas Christmas classics, Santa Slay, of course, Krampus. <laughs> uh, and Krampus, yes, um, and of of course, you know, I guess this is not really a horror, but it's kind of uh, Scrooged. Love that. Oh, that's though. a good one, though. It, yeah, it's not a horror, it's like but it's a, a great. It's like a uh, comedy kind of thriller. Yeah, I like Scrooge. It's got some scary crap in it, but it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, Very funny. Did a nice job with that one. Nice. Uh, all right, I've got uh, this week or this month. I'm going to do the five flicks to watch uh, on Netflix. Okay. Um, Prana 3D is on there. Classic no film. Yeah, no specific order. Just some great films that I found while yep. browsing through it the other day, and some stuff that I watched on there. Um, the Mike Flanagan film Hush. Uh, I haven't seen that one. Good film. No, I you should watch it. Mike Flanagan does some great stuff. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm very excited for He's the. He's exclusive Stephen to Amazon King now, right? Coming. Yes. Yeah. That's like a guy with a mask on or something too, right? Yeah, yeah. In a, a in one. like a deaf woman's apartment, I think, right? I I've, oh, I've, I did see that. Never mind. I've I passed by it numerous oh, times, just never I never pulled the trigger. No, it was good. Yeah, yeah no, it's a good I, film. I it's very good. It. Yeah, worth watching for sure. Uh, the Conjuring, which you know, come on, James Wan. Yeah. 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 Uh, Natural Born Killers, another fantastic film. I have yeah, the Blu-ray of that because I love that film. Mickey and uh, Mallory, and the Fear, Fear Street trilogy, of course. <laughs> Always going to be mentioned as a great film. Yeah, if you're listening yeah. to this show and haven't watched that yet, uh, what's wrong with you? Yeah, it definitely. Definitely what is wrong with you. Very good. All right. Let's go to our top five list. Our top five list uh, this month is top five films that we have reviewed this year. Um, and the list goes... Sal, uh, Craig, no, Sal, Chris, Craig. This is tough because the ones I put on my list, there were there was razor thin, you know, margins between where I put them on the list. Yeah, I mean, some of them we we did review a lot of decent films this year. Yeah, and and I was like, man, I could put I could put this one number one, but I could, you know, yeah, it was tough. I think I had an easy time with my order. <laughs> All right. Here we go. My number five, Antlers. Nice. That was a good one. Yeah. Different. Very different. I liked it, though. Uh, my number four, Studio 666. Just okay. the right mix of gore, right mix of humor. I enjoyed it. My number we three. Saw that in the theater, right? Yeah. We, yeah. We, yep. <laughs> uh, my, my number three. Glorious. Nice. I've recommended yeah. that to so many people. Same here. So many people have seen it and go, wow, that is really great. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you, you don't realize that there's like, it's just a handful of actors and mostly just one guy in the bathroom. <laughs> Phenomenal job. Yeah. My number two, Terrifier 2. Nice. Love that film so much. I'm so yeah. excited about how well it did and what the future looks like for Arthur Clown. Indeed, indeed. My number one is X. Nice. What a fucking phenomenal film. Ty West is great. 
if you guys haven't seen uh, the follow-up to that one, Pearl. Pearl. You gotta to, see Pearl. I'm gonna no, try to Pearl see it before the, the year's out. It was at the end of X, right? And they're flashing back yep. to her youth. Yeah, right? yeah. Yep. I want to try to see it before the year is out. The sex crazy. What a fucking amazing <laughs> film, dude! What an amazing yep. film. Yep. Yeah. X X I loved because, like we mentioned in our review, it subverted your expectations, mm-hmm. yep. and For it sure. was fucking phenomenal at that. Oh yeah. And I've got sure. one honorable mention, and this is one that I've liked for a long time. It's been on a couple of my top five lists, and I only finally got you guys to watch it this year, and that is The Love Witch. Okay. Nice. Yeah, that was good. I, I, I liked it. Other than it being a, just a bit lengthy, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, yeah. All right, awesome. Nice, nice list. <laughs> All right, so uh, my number five is one that we watched early in the year uh, this year. It was Incident in the Ghostland. Um, hidden gem, just kind of picked it out of, out of nowhere and um, was really impressed by it. Yeah. Uh, number four, the sadness. That uh, a <laughs> lot of gore in that freaking movie. Yes, I mean, there it was, was. It was. It yeah. was. It was rough. Very, a lot kills, of blood. For sure. A lot of blood. It's like unique kills too. Yeah. 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 And that one creepy old dude that like followed the followed them around like pretty much yeah, everywhere perf. they went. I, I was looking for that dude to finally get his. Number three, and for these t- these final three was really difficult for me to, 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 you know, nail down which one was which. Like you said, we, we reviewed a lot of great films. Yeah. So number three for me is Terrifier 2. I, uh, it was a great film, and I was splitting hairs here, but uh, the, the two above it were just found slightly better things, or I, I, I don't know. Number two, X. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Great freaking film! I can't, can't wait say to enough watch. great things about it. Yeah, uh, I, Ty West is, uh, you know, he's making a name for himself. He's been around a while. I, he's about our age, I think. Well, um, between he, him and Mia Goth writing those. Oh yeah, yeah. And my number one is Glorious, which uh, I I kept shuffling the three around, and I kept going back to that. And, and I, I did the same thing, man. The, 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 you have the same top three that I have, and it's just in a different order. And it was difficult because there were three great films. Yeah, and yeah. I think the reason that I picked that one was because I it was one that was straight to Shutter, not in the theaters, you know. And it was one of the first Shutter movies I was seen, and I was like, wow, this is a great movie. Great Definitely movie. one of those kind of hidden gems. One of those ones that you didn't hear much about. No. And then it's just like, bam, wow, was that good. Yeah. And then I have one honorable mention, which is The Love Witch. Nice. Yeah, I had I had been wanting to watch that movie for a long time, and I just kept like going past it for something else, past it for something else, and then I was like, I'm glad Sal decided to make us watch this, because I, I liked it. Nice. Yep. That's okay. my list. All right. Good stuff. Uh, number five, I went with Terrifier 2. <laughs> All right. Five. Down on wow. list. I just I thought the story lacked. I mean, I love art and I love Terrifier. You know, you're you're not wrong. There, you know, there was a lot of filler. Yeah, it was good, it was good filler, but it didn't need to but be two hours long. Just didn't do it for me. Like I said, I was so excited and I was I was a little disappointed. To be honest with you. No, but I, like, well, so and like we simple. like we mentioned a bunch of times, and I've seen tons of debate about it on yeah. Twitter, along with Damian Leone saying, "Do you think Art the Clown is the dad of the kid?" Yeah. He didn't say whether or not it is, but everyone was like, yeah, yeah, no, no, I don't think so. Yeah, but it had, and it's like, <laughs> th- th- it left but, too ambiguous. It just, yes, yeah. Exactly. Yep. Maybe that's going to be the, in the third part. Yeah. For sure. But I liked it enough where it made the list, for sure. 
Nice. Uh, number four, I went with Glorious. Nice. It's a good space horror. Totally, totally unique movie. You know, we covered yeah. that. It's like, you've seen nothing like it. <laughs> Never seen a glory hole, you know, Every that uh, t- takes so much, you know, Dude. front stage in a movie before. <laughs> Yeah, the, it, it, this is right up there with all the other like uh, like HP Lovecraft type. Yeah, films for sure. And, stories, and then, yeah. like I said, it's like sort of flies under and it's got the uh, really good acting in it. Right. Some, yeah, some for market, sure. Marquee guys. Right. Uh, number three. I don't think any of you guys had this one on your list. I went with Antlers. Yeah, no. I had that. Yeah, yeah. Sal, I think it was your yeah. fifth one. That was Sal. my number five. Yeah. OK. All right. Uh, I, I like that one. It yeah, it's good. That was another sort of unique story. Yeah. You know, just uh, Folklore. I like the cinematography in that movie a lot. That attic yeah. scene was crazy when he attacked that teacher. Yeah. yeah. Yep, for sure. Uh, number four. Or no. I'm on uh, two. number two. I went with uh, Incident in a Ghost Land. It was a good movie. Um, good twist. Really good that, twist. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that. The, that one the twist blew my mind. Me. That one surprised me a whole heck of a lot. Yeah, the yeah. twist on it, yeah. Just awesome, awesome story on that one. And like I said, I was like super shocked that it was that good. Um, and number one, I went with X. Nice. Um, Fucking great film. Awesome film. Awesome. Indeed. Awesome Indeed. Film. I've watched it three times. Another movie too. She's in another movie. I think it's something outside of Ty West. Yeah, I saw her. I saw her uh, face come up on one of the streaming services. I was flipping through. She's another character in some other film. Oh, really? I want to say, yeah. say it's a horror movie. I don't know. I haven't I, seen it. But I don't think it's a Ty West movie. Yeah. Um, honorable mentions. I have two. I had the Love Witch and uh, the Sadness as well. Nice. 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 We did re- review some good movies this this uh, this time around. Only a few yeah, stinkers thrown in there. I was surprised looking at the list. And I'm like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, yeah, wait yeah. a minute. Mia Goth is married to Shia LaBeouf. What? Really? Oh. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I didn't know that. What the Me fuck? neither. Interesting. Uh, I was trying to find what uh, what the film is that she's in. She's got a couple upcoming Infinity films. Infinity Pool. In- it's called. Is that the new? Is that that's not out yet? Then okay, because it says that one's not out yet. Maxine, Sweet Dreams, and Infinity Pool are, are still yeah. in post production. It says. Yeah, no, it's Infinity Pool was her new one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I know I saw her face advertised somewhere. So that yeah, that's the one I'm seeing. I'm looking at the picture of the, the yeah. poster right now. Yep. Yeah, so that's not out yet. That come when does that come out? I think early 2023. Yeah, it says 2023. Doesn't give a date though. Yeah, she's she's just great. Uh, what a great great film. X and Pearl. I'm I'm surprised you guys haven't seen Pearl yet. My God, what are you waiting I, for? I I was going to watch it this week and it got to be too late and I didn't want to like fall asleep during it. Uh, I I do plan on watching it sometime between now and New Year's. I think we should do it as a review because. Okay. It, that film, it, I'm telling you. Maybe we'll uh, <laughs> kick off the new year with that one, right? Yeah, there you go. Uh, wait, whose turn is it to pick next? I think it's uh, it's me. Maybe I'll pick I'll pick that one next, maybe. Okay. You can force us to watch it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, great. Awesome top five. All right. 
the movie that we are reviewing this month is The Summer of 84. Got my first real six string. Da, da, da. No, that's not Me that's too. 69, man. It's 69. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> my, my bad. My bad. <laughs> uh, Summer of 84. Um, Little Banana Ram action, right? In the movie. Right, right. Yeah, it was so, a decent soundtrack. Summer of 84, let's talk about this a little bit. And Rotten Tomatoes, this one got a 71% from uh, um, critics and a 67% by audience score. That's still admirable, I guess, right? I yeah. 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 Um, this was released, a limited release in 2018 in some theaters, and it went directly to streaming August 24th, about 10 days later. Uh, runtime is about an hour and 46 minutes. And uh, it's a teenager, Davy Armstrong, uh, is a conspiracy conspiracy theorist who begins to suspect that his neighboring police officer is a serial killer. With the help of three friends, Davy launches a daring investigation that soon turns dangerous. Indeed. 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 Um, Canadian film, I some hey. Yeah, stuff. Canadian film. Um, most of it was filmed up in Vancouver. Written and directed by some French Canadians. <coughs> um, I'll, I'll say this. Um, it's an interesting film because it did bring back a lot of nostalgia. Uh, between the cars and some of the neighborhood shots they did, I don't know how they like set it all up to look like that, but it makes you feel kind of the 80s thing. Even the way the kids kind of were hanging out together and riding and the re- some of the references, too. Like yeah, Magnum P.I. and stuff yep. like that. Like, you know, yep. they, they, they threw in some references that... Uh, you know, playing like, asteroids, asteroids at one of the places, too, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. And I really mm-hmm. feel that it was very much a thriller. There was a lot of suspense. There was mm-hmm. a lot of misdirection. It's kind of funny because as you're watching the film and he comes up with the theory... You begin to feel like eh, I, I, I don't know that he's right because he, you know he's he's seeing things or mentioning things that make you they misdirect you a bunch of times and make you feel like yeah the kid might be off his fucking rocker for sure um, for sure <coughs> the the only th- the only thing that got me yeah. and and I and I'll say this I had to pause the movie walk away and do some stuff I wasn't really that enthralled with it in the very beginning right. It, it took some time to, to hook me. It did. Yeah. Like I, I, I it def- kept, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I thought it kept your interest in sort of the little tension there most of the time. It, just enough. Bit, just was, enough. Yeah. I felt like a bunch of it was just kind of superficial, right? Like, like their interactions, like they, they, they never really made me believe that they were like really good friends. Right. Like, the character development was very poor. Like you didn't understand how, why are they even hanging out together? Like some of them, like why why are they even friends? What what brings them together? Uh, yeah. The the character development was was shallow and yeah, a bunch it was of kind of typical too, right? You had the chubby kid, you had the yeah. the, the greaser, the, you know, the the, the nerd. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't do enough like development yeah. in the team to show like, oh, well, this is why the greaser is hanging out with them. Oh, this is why they're friends with the chubby kid. You know, like it doesn't. Yeah, the, I I agree. That was one thing that I thought too that they they didn't build build that relationship between I, I, the four of them. Yeah, enough. you could, they're right. They could have showed them at the last day of school or something like that. Well, right? yeah, exactly I, I, something something that just kind of 
make you feel more for the characters and feel more for their connection. Like, why are they even working together to mm-hmm. solve yep. a mystery as summer's going on? You know, then they, uh, you know, they're kind of acknowledging the fact, you know, everyone is getting older, you know, s- school, life is moving on. Got to tear down the treehouse. Right. And then you have the kid that's uh, totally obsessed with sex, but then they don't touch on the <laughs> fact of the abuse in his fucking household or like it, they, they just skim yeah. over things. They don't develop it yeah. enough. So yeah. you don't really feel anything for anybody in the film. It's it, yeah, it, it, that but was. There, but there like was you enough. Never met their parents either, right? Like the kids. Just you know, that one kid, and, and you, right, right, kids, and the and the chubby children. kid. You saw his mom crying, and you saw him console her, but you didn't really like know like what what was going on there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but but there was enough like you know suspense thrown in. The suspense in there. stuff was nice. I'm like, the, okay, I'm gonna keep 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 going. I'm gonna keep, the, keep going. Right after a while, that's the thing that kind of kept me watching the film was the the murder mystery stuff. Right, trying to figure out these clues. Is it really him? Like the the lock on the basement door when he helps him move some furniture around. Right, kind of like all right, going through his trash. Right, you right. Know? You feel like, all right, maybe, maybe there's something to the fact that this cop could be a fucking killer, which, you know, that's not too far from reality, if you ask me. If most <laughs> cops are fucking. Uh, I'll, re- I'll reserve my thoughts on cops, but um, my, my, uh, one of these things, uh, you ever, I watch, uh, I have uh, on Instagram, I do the uh, hard times. They're kind of like the onion, but they're more like punk stuff. Uh, and they posted an article last week that's uh, um, your old high school nemesis can't wait to get back into town so he can arrest you because <laughs> you know, it's, it's an <laughs> asshole kid from school that became a fucking cop in your hometown no so, one of those yeah exactly. no one of those listen i think we all do <laughs> i think we all do so the one scene that like was weird to me but then made me like say okay this guy's gotta be the killer was when those little kids were out playing in the street and he he pulls the chair out and sits on his stoop and oh, has a cooler and he's drinking a beer and he's like okay totally kids people. who wants popsicles i'm like yeah, he's just like I, watching kids playing in the street. That's I had a little some nice, fucking freaky. I had some yeah. nice older neighbors, like old people that like would see us out playing in the neighborhood and like, but they wouldn't just sit there and watch us play with it with a chest full of popsicles. Like, yeah, I was like, that's kind of weird. Like, what the, the hell? Creepy, is this guy? The creepy cop next door. See that you put that sentence in, a, in all together and you see it. The creepy cop next door drinks a beer out of a cooler, handing out popsicles to little kids. That are out there playing. It's a little <laughs> yeah, fucked like, up. Okay, that's that's weird. Maybe he yeah. is the serial killer. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was. Yeah. That that right there. I was like, all right, something's weird about this guy. Up until that point, I was like, I don't know. He just seems like a normal dude. Right. 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 Like I said, a couple times, I'm like, ah, that kid's off his fucking nut. He's not. It's gonna turn out at the end that he's not actually the killer. It's someone else that no one suspected or whatever. Well, yeah, and and they 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 kind of you know they they lead you along and. That was the thing, like, they, they, they threw these parts of the kids hanging out together in there to try to make the story longer, but they never really, like, made me care, like, or buy into their friendship. Right. So, right. so really, then I was just waiting for the scenes where they would do their detective work to try to find out whether he's the killer or not. You know, that was... But, but it wasn't bad. Like, I, I, I enjoyed the, it. So it reminded I... me of other stories, but some of those other stories were just told better. Right, you know, it right. definitely had like an it or like a Stand by Me or a Stranger Things kind of vibe to it, but all those stories were told better. I just want to give a, a, a quick pause, so we're gonna discuss the end of this film too. Right. So I wanna I wanna just stop right here and say if you haven't watched your film and you don't want the ending of it spoiled for you, pause here, go watch your film, go, go see it, yeah, come go, back go and go hear our it. review. 
Um, if you don't care about being spoiled or you've already seen it, then we're going to discuss the ending of this film. Yeah, because the last half hour is where like, I was like, okay, the payoff. Yes. The, the discovery of the bodies, the... the Like, that was shocking. That, like, that I was like, whoa, holy was shit. was actually very shocking. <laughs> yeah. The, the like hand that grabs... Right, the hand that grabs his ankle, and it turns out he had another pending victim yeah. in the fucking basement, right? Yeah. And when I start looking at the photos on the wall, All and he had kids. A, the kids having a flashback of these are the fucking missing people. Yeah, that and died. then it's him and his family's picture. Right. And then he goes, shit, I'm fucking next. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I was oh, like, oh, shit. shit. He's like, that oh. Go ahead. He's like, oh, these aren't his family. These are pictures of all his victims. <laughs> and it's like all their families and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? So in that last half hour, though, which I thought was like really like pulled me into the, the flick, flick the one, yeah. my one problem was when they finally put an APB out on this guy and then they sent the kid home and they had no one like watching his house. Like, right. he, and he lived right across the street. Especially like, explaining the fact that his picture was there and he was likely the next victim. Right. So this yeah. guy is, is on the lam. We have no idea where he is. And they didn't put anybody, like, watching his house. Like, I'm like, like, oh, he's on the run now. There's nowhere he can go. They've got him now. And his parents are like, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you safe, buddy. We'll keep you safe. But then they must have went to bed or went, I don't know what they were doing. Because the next I thing you know, do something. <laughs> A cool twist, because then you see the attic stairs coming down, and you're like, Ooh. Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit! Wait, now, here's a question, though. How the fuck did he get into the attic? Yeah, right, that that was my point. Like, yeah. like, what, like, yeah, I didn't understand when, that. when like, the attic steps started coming down, I'm like, get the fuck out. I'm like, wait a minute, how the fuck did he get into their attic? Yeah. Because he how did, did he say, get... too, he's like, I remember when you were a toddler, I helped your dad move some stuff up into the attic. I mean, that was in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, but how did but he get in? How did no, he get I into know. the I, house? I, I yeah, that that was that that part there. I was like, I don't know, man. Like, they he just snuck in there. No one saw him. And in the middle of the he's night, he's right he across just the street. There was down. cops like looking for him. And he yeah, just, yeah, that you was my only to, problem. You have to imagine with that APB, they gotta have a cop sitting outside waiting for him to come home. Right, right. And he snuck in the na- next door neighbor's house. So either they're shitty ass. And cops then, or... and then here's the thing. So he takes the kids. He takes the the two kids. Right. You oh yeah, it. this part was cool too. <laughs> but he takes them. In the cop car. Now, if, right. if there's an APB, how the fuck does he still have the cop car? And, and how did he leave that house in the cop car and get them to that river or whatever the hell it was that he took them to? Again. Like, no one saw that? that? That part to me was just a fucking stretch. Now I understand. Hey, listen. I say this to my daughter all the time. Dude, in the, growing up in the 80s, there are no fucking cell phones. True. Right? There's no fucking GPS. Like, if you're lost or you can't find something you need to get a hold of somebody, you're kind of shit out of luck. I said it's, ho- it's, ho- it's difficult to make this type of horror movie nowadays because every kid's right. got a fucking cell phone. Which is why they made it for 84. Yeah, right. for sure. Um, and, and but I when said, he got him there... Even, even with that, somebody would have found the cop car. Or, or seen him leaving. Exactly. Yeah. But when, when, when they got him there, I thought that was pretty cool. Where he brought him was where he... Had dumped all those bodies. That's the thing when they tripped and fell into the fucking yeah, body. Yeah, you see dump. like all the de- decomposing hands and shit. Yeah, I was uh, like, oh shit, bro. That's where he dumped all the fucking bodies. That's fucked yeah. up. Yeah, but that that then brought me to another part where that random old guy found him laying there. I'm like, well, where did this guy come from? If he's out there where they were, how did he really not see any of these? Because right? a lot of those bodies were, were like just off you the could, side of the road. Yeah, you could see them. <laughs> So this guy had been walking around like th- was this his first time coming here? Like and he, he never, never s- he never saw those bodies. He just all those, yeah. Like, like and as they drive by, the cop car's on fire again. I'm like, I don't yeah, buy like, it. Like <laughs> I don't buy it. 
Yeah. I mean, there was the end, it, and and it was re- really good. Yeah, that when he when he told him that he wasn't going to kill him, then he was going to just yeah. disappear. Going to just check over your shoulder never for gonna the rest know. of your life. Yeah, that I, was pretty. Yeah, waiting. When is he going to come back and get me? And he goes, and I will come back and get you. <laughs> that yeah. was pretty fucked up. Like I was like, oh shit. Well, like, that's the man, thing. That sucks. Because I watched this on Monday, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just kind of that hung with me for a couple days. I was yeah. like, "Man, that's kind of a fucked up ending." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, it, there were a lot of problems with that overall script. There were a lot of problems with like the overall. The acting wasn't that bad. Right? No, I thought the guy who played the cop was pretty good. Like he he played a good. He's just... been in other films, though. I've seen him in other films. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna look it up right now because I know I've seen him. Like he looked very familiar. Um. Yeah, I, I I liked it enough, you know. Sure. It was uh, it was on Netflix for the longest time, wasn't it? Before it moved yeah. to Shutter. Yeah. Because I remember passing by it numerous times and and almost pulling the trigger and watching it, and then I and then I didn't, and I don't know yeah, why. I'm, I'm with you on that. So yeah, I was glad like you. It. I'm I'm glad you picked it because I finally got had a reason to watch it. Yeah. And I didn't. I'm trying to not get my like money's it. worth on Shutter too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, check out Christmas Bloody Christmas. Uh, If you're you're looking for one night to, you know, check that out because that's a good one. For sure. Uh, What was what was the cop's name? I don't remember. Mackie. Harker. Harker. Mackie. 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 Yeah. Officer Mackie. Mackie. Yeah, because I was sort of laughing to myself. It sounded like close to your last name, so. I just I kept thinking (laughs) of Officer Bar Brady from from South Park. And Mr. Mackey from South Park. And I kept thinking Officer Mackey, but I was like, what's that? There's a new South Park video game, isn't there? There is? I think so. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I think I heard rumors. I mean, like, actually play it now. Was there two? I knew they, yeah, there's definitely two of the, like, the, you know, the role-playing ones, for sure. Destiny or whatever. It's the one after. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's not new. (laughs) All right. He was was in uh, that TV show, Ugly Betty. Okay. Nah, I never watched that. Uh, he was also in. He was in one episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. He was in one episode of Law and Order. It looks mm-hmm. like he's just like a character actor. But you've seen him. Ah, here you go. He was in ninety-two episodes of uh, of Mad Men. He was in Mad Men. That's where I. Oh, seen him. I didn't watch that. Sounds like he's a regular character for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, I know. I know he was familiar. Like when I saw him, like yeah, I know that guy, man. I've seen him before. Yeah, and the and the kid actors, they were they were good enough. I mean, obviously, like I said before, like like I, when I'm comparing it to it, like it doesn't hold a candle. Right. Like those kids just like were you know. Yeah, it was kind of a bunch of movies well, gelled together, right? What you yeah. kind of what you kind of need is real chemistry between the actors, but then you also need like some decent backstory, not to criticize too much, but. Just the the they didn't link like you got to link the misfits with the yeah the, the the kid like the main character was a pretty smart kid and then you got the chubby kid and the greaser you got to link them some way they gotta you got to make them like even Monster Squad did a good job at linking those kids together right the right. greaser in Monster Squad didn't really hang out with any of those kids but he was he was hot for the kid's older brother older sister or whatever you know. So that was a reason for him to be hanging out in the clubhouse or whatever. They need mm-hmm. to they need to tie those characters together better so that you believably go, oh yeah, they are friends. I believe mm-hmm. they're friends. 
and this movie didn't do that for me. Right, right. <clears throat> but overall, I'm going to say, you know, it was thrilling. The misdirection was great. The yeah. the murder mystery element was great. And the ending was pretty yeah, good. Other than some, no, other than some issues. Like, even though it was like, how do you do that? It was still a pretty good twist, I think. Yeah. 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 And I thought the scene where he like showed up at his house when his parents weren't there. And he was trying to like smooth things over with him. He said, hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm here for you, man. I'll do anything you want me to do. He's like, well, would you uh, would you call your nephew like you said you would? And he's like, so he calls him and then like, you know, I was like, oh, shit. He like didn't really call him. He called his uh, called his, his own, own house. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. shit. That was that was pretty creepy. Like that, was, that scene kind of made me like, oh, shit. So um, I, I I liked it enough. I'm going to give it a three. Nice. Um, yeah. I- yeah, I think I'll give it three too. It was, I mean, it was entertaining. It just slow start, but once it got rolling, uh, the mystery stuff. I yeah, there was enough of that thrown in there, and, it, and like I said, the ending, even even with like the couple of plot holes, it was enough that like I was like, oh, finally drew it all together. So I'm gonna give it a three. Very good, very good. Okay, there you go. That is a American Nightmare podcast, three stars out of five for summer of '84. All right, uh, just a little bit of follow-up here. I know this is a shorter episode than usual, but um, I didn't Someone have... Someone's got a, holiday plans. Yeah, and uh, we have holiday plans. Plus, uh, I didn't have a lot of news in there. There wasn't a lot of great news going on, so uh, that's that. But I yeah, want to say... not a ton of uh, horror stuff coming out now either. No, uh, maybe not until like February. Is yeah, I was start say, rolling it's not again. the season anymore, right? Yeah. So the holiday sort of came and gone. And right. Uh, now you get your Christmas. Typically, there's a good Christmas. Well, like Chris said, that uh, one on. There's a couple Twitter. out there that are worth watching, I think. I'm going to have to put them and on. And Violent Night, I think, is streaming now. So I might uh, might check that out over the next week, too. Yeah. I don't I know. If, is that a horror or is it like a thriller? I, I think or? it's more of a thriller. Yeah. I'll still watch it. I like David Harbour. Yeah. Santa killing people. Sounds good it. to me. All right. Well. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the American Nightmare podcast. If you have any suggestions for future podcasts or general feedback, you can email us at feedback at the-american-nightmare.com or visit us on the web, the-american-nightmare.com or visit us on Facebook, look us up, the American Nightmare podcast. Uh, That opening music is uh, Creative Commons' Thor's Hammer by Ethan Mexic's... I can't forget it now, damn it. One of these Next, days. One, I'll get his name right eventually. Maybe one day we'll make it Craig Anderson. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, come on, Craig. Whip us up some theme music. I'm trying to get my buddy Sean to do us some artwork for the uh, for the, the cover, too, so we get like some, like, uh, you know. That would be awesome, original, too. Some original artwork. All right, um, and and as always, we use Riverside FM. Uh, we have an affiliate link that I'll share on Facebook, but uh, this uh, Riverside FM podcast studio online is fantastic. Really enjoy this stuff. And I think yeah. in the future we might start just uh, while we record, stream it on the Facebook or stream it on to uh, uh, YouTube or something just to get some extra viewers. Uh, oh, cool. The momentum is picking up on YouTube, which is nice. We get a bunch more subscribers on there and a bunch more watches. So that's awesome. Um, but uh, until uh, next month, uh, we'll. Uh, Peace out. Happy holidays. Yeah. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy uh, Sol Invictus. Winter uh, Solstice. Winter blah, Solstice. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you. <laughs>